at dark black one at dark black one on twitter coming to you live from election day man everybody's supposed to vote today you know what i'm saying get up and stay your ass in the motherfucking house and don't vote <laughs> get up and sit your ass down do not vote <laughs> uh well at least if you're a black person um no, I won't say that. Now, I will say that there are certain things that are important uh, that may affect you um, that will that will affect you uh, if you do not vote. So I won't say that you know, just if you black don't vote because there is certain things that uh, may affect you like, for instance, in California, we got some proposition where it's talking about kidney dialysis. So if you're on kidney dialysis and you're a black person, it's kind of important that you get up, you vote um, for whatever, you know, pro-dialysis patient law. That's an example of something you need to get out and vote for. Something that will impact you immediately. Which is most likely like local laws, local ordinances, local propositions, and stuff like that. I have no problem with people getting up out and voting. My problem, my problem is uh, politicians. These politicians who, who never, um, who promise the black community that they're going to do this and that, and they're going to do this and this and that. Or better yet, they don't even promise the black community anything. They What they do is they come in the neighborhood and they listen to everybody, kind of complain about what they want changed in the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, once they get voted in, they disappear like the magic Houdini. It's like, where did this politician go? Doesn't matter if it's a black politician, it's a liberal white politician. It's the same game. And right now, who they're putting out in the front is this Andrew Gilliam guy. And they're putting out this other woman. I can't, I don't remember her name, but Oprah's endorsing her. And she's got like a strong, fierce uh, following now because, you know, Oprah backed her. But it's the same con game. You know, they do everything else for these other groups because... You know, the political system is ran by money. So, uh, unless you have a super PAC that is funded by an economic base, by whatever group. So, if you're Asian and you and you have a, a Asian super PAC, uh, the 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 politicians are kind of beholden to you to kind of stay in office because you have the the money to hold to basically say hey look if you don't cooperate with us you you will lose this community support so if you have an economic base first and foremost um you really wouldn't have to worry i mean that's that would be your that would be your impetus to vote once you have a economic base and a super PAC that um has a black political agenda because um, you know, black people, we're all over the place. I just saw a video with Nick Cannon and Angela Rye. Nick Cannon was on point, but Angela Rye 
although she's sexy as fuck, you know, her politics are just way off to me. She has the brain of a white liberal. She understands that voting isn't isn't revolutionary, but she's like, it can be revolutionary because our ancestors bled and fought for their right to go out here and vote and you're just spitting on their graves and you're just disrespecting your ancestors by not voting. That's the same thing that uh, Oprah says. Um, they fought for our, our right to vote, which isn't the same as... You know, they fought for for you to vote. Uh, they fought for our option to vote. Which is a noble thing. And I think you should vote for, like, things that will specifically affect you. But when it comes to, like, black politicians and these black councilmen and these black... All of these black people that are in office. Um, not... They, they, what they do is they come to the hood, make all of these promises. Oh, yeah, you know, they got a good marketing. They got a good slogan, good advertising. And then when shit hits the fan, it's like, hey, I got to be loyal to those who are going to keep me in office. And that's, just, and, and, and that's just the way it is, man. Unless black people form a economic base. I'm not talking about us spending our black dollar because you know everywhere you see um, during it's going to right now the season Black Friday and all of that you're going to see oh yeah the power of the black dollar you know uh, black people spent this many billion on uh, uh, this um, consumer I mean um, this whatever merchandise right so black people go out here and spend this much money and then what, what will happen is you have a bunch of goofy Negroes say, oh, you see that? That's, that's, the, that's the power of the black dollar. And that's what black people could do, you know. This what we this what we need. No, that's black people spending their money on white money. You know what I'm saying? You know, what you need to do is spend your money with other black businesses to form an economy. An economic base where you start having schools and you have a network and that's what a lot of gangsters should have done that's what that's what the Italians did right the Italians they got into the crime life they took that money opened up a lot of storefronts car washes delis restaurants barber shops everything was connected to the mob uh, trash companies, all kinds of shit they was opening up. And the next thing you know, that uh, that money, all that dirty money, that ended up uh, being the way that they started their economy. But that's not happening in the black community. Very, very rare. Even El Chapo. When you look at El Chapo... And you and you see like um, how rich he is and how many billions of dollars he's able to have. He's able to have that much money because the people in his in his small town they protect him because he makes sure everybody's everybody's taken care of in that city. So they they're nobody's gonna tell where 
El Chapo is because they, they're living off of El Chapo. Everybody in the village is living off of El Chapo somewhere, some, some while. So they're all on code. And he has an economic base. But not black folks. When we sell drugs, what do we do? We buy the most European shit we can find. We buy mansions and cars and all kinds of goofy shit. Nothing, you know, we don't buy law firms. We don't buy a, a team of black gifted uh, Johnny Johnny Cochran's that can fight that, that can fight the law. We don't, you know, fund use that money to fund uh, you know legit legal businesses. What we do, we take that money and we 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 fuck it off. And the Italians, that's what they did. They had the mob, they had their businesses, they had the politicians in, in their back pocket. The politicians knew what they were doing, but because the mobsters was kicking off the, the politicians, it was nothing they could do. But black people, we don't do that. We demand, demand, demand. And that's not how, that's not how uh, votes, that's not, I mean, that's not how revolution, that's how none of that stuff gets, none of that shit happens like that. Everything happens through money. If you ain't got money, you're just going to be complaining. And a lot of black people are poor at the bottom. And they think that they could just throw on a sticker saying, I voted today. And their life's going to change in four years. Or their life's going to change in ten years. It's going to be the same life that you always live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The same life that your, your mom lived or your grandparents lived. Same mundane life. You know what I mean? So, I mean, hell, if I don't, I'm not telling you not to vote. I'm saying vote on the things that, that will affect you or impact you um, within the next year or whatever the case may be. You know, whenever the laws come in, come in effect, yeah, there are some laws that you need to get out and vote for. But as far as like these politicians that, that basically come to the black community, put on this uh, show and tell, and make no promises to the black community or they'll say oh you know where well, I got somebody working on that and I'm going to take a look into that and all of that nonsense you're basically uh, fooling yourself you know if you the real change and this is what Carter G. Wilson taught me and the miseducation of the Negroes great book any any change that you want to have that is going to have to happen is going to happen going to have to happen through the grassroots it's going to have to happen through the people the people are going to have to be responsible for the revolution it's not through voting you want change in your neighborhood you want to, you tired of these the ghetto kids or whatever you're going to have to start some mentorship programs you're going to have to start some whatever you're going to have to start be grassroots you're going to have to get out here and knock on doors get uncomfortable speak to people you don't want to speak speak with that's one thing i respect about dr umar about all these leaders, very charismatic in, in the black community, but Dr. Umar is one of the only guys when it comes to like having to start some shit from the grassroots. I know for a fact Dr. Umar will be knocking on doors to make sure, you know what I'm trying to say, to organize. And black people have to be in the thing where we got to be in the grassroots organizing if we want, if we really want to see some kind of revolutionary change. And we have to 
We have to, even though we aren't on code, we need to start uh, getting the young people. Not not so much the uh, older folks, but we need to get the young people on code. Because I, I think the generation, our generation, well, my generation, which is, I guess you could say the millennials, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s, so... Um, I, I think our generation's toast is done. Most of us believe in the symbolic gestures, the representation matters. We're cool with having a black character added on to a cartoon or a black person playing a white character in a superhero film. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what, what's going on, what we think empowerment is, but I would say my generation's lost. The only hope is for the generation that is like, you know, young. In their twenties or younger, they have a they have a chance to kind of do make the change happen. But you know, that's just my take on it, man. And uh, you know, at Dark Black one on Twitter, I'm out.